Welcome to episode one of Rambling Rebels. Well, it's kind of like the reboot. Mm-hmm. It's like um, it's it's like the not re- like the show reboot. No, we we did the pilot like three years ago. Uh huh. And then we never really released it. Yeah. It's like I watched Big Bang the other day, mm. and the first episode, like you know, when you watch a pilot and. Uh, like the furniture is never the same from the rest of the season. No, and, and all the audio is weird. And the, the people sometimes get a little fatter, or their hair is a little like shorter, or longer the next episode. Yeah, that's exactly what it, uh, it kind of feels like. That's what happened. So mm-hmm. we're back again. We tried this a couple of years ago before Last Jedi came out, mm-hmm. and it just ruined our careers as a podcasters, I guess. Yeah. Um. No. Well, we're back now, and hopefully on a more regular basis. Yeah. So I was saying. Uh, the wife today i'm like oh we're gonna do a podcast today and then we'll do one in uh, 2021 2021 yeah. when they reboot star wars a new hope yeah let's hope they never do that <laughs> anyway if you guys haven't figured it out this will be mostly a star wars show we think i mean obviously there's gonna be times when there's not a lot of star wars to talk about and we'll talk about some other stuff here and there mm-hmm. like i'm sure today we might have to mention how cool that james bond trailer is yeah it was really good it was very cool mm-hmm. very cool but there's a lot of star wars stuff to talk about thankfully um and i thought we did this last time but we don't remember because it, it was three years ago and you people listening don't remember because you never heard the episode no because it's like one two, <laughs> one or two listens only. and it's probably us checking soundcloud yeah. to make sure it still works <laughs> so it's not a full listen um my name is Corey, and the host with me is corrado and we used to run a podcast called damn fine casts mm-hmm. and we did it for quite a while and yeah, we had like, quite a few people who listened all over the world. Yeah. So if you're back, thank you. We're going to pump some social medias and, and advertise this one a bit better than we did last time we tried to start this. Mm-hmm. But um, what we did last time, and I thought we'd do again this time, is talk about how we became Star Wars fans. Mm-hmm. Because everyone has a different story, and everyone comes to it different ways. And everyone leaves it and comes back, and whatever happens to them. So, Carl, how? what's your first memory of Star Wars? Um, the first time I remember actually watching Star Wars was, it wasn't even Star Wars, it was, uh, Droids the Cartoon. Oh, that was a great cartoon. <clears throat> yeah. And, but actually watching the movies. Well, not a great cartoon. <laughs> it, it was great, because yeah. anything when you're a kid is great. Like, He-Man, yeah. great cartoon. No, it's not. Fantastic. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was Droids, but actually watching was, like, going to the, like, the corner store, um, video store. Mm-hmm. And we, uh, my dad and I rented them when we uh, picked up our like new sur- surround sound system. So we put it together and, uh, and played it, and, and it really was the sound that, that caught me. Yeah. As, I mean, back then, watching Even now it on, watching it. It's... Yeah. You know, it would have been different if I saw it in the theater, but I, yeah. I watched it on like a then like cabinet television. Yeah. So <laughs> It's on the floor with the big like foam speakers yeah. inside of it. Yeah. 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 That's the first time I remember watching it. And... Uh, yeah, it was good. Like, it, but it was the it was it was really the sound that yeah. that, that got me. Like the right after the the crawl comes and, the, and then you see all that shit. And you're like, oh. yeah, the ships and the noise. Yeah, the audio of those movies is still now today yeah. is great. Um, if you guys hear banging around, it's my dog being stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the first time I remember seeing, um, like, I don't remember not having watching Star Wars. It's always been something I've. Just seemed, I feel like it's always part of my life, but I remember <clears throat> distinct things. Like I remember going to see Return of the Jedi in theaters, mm-hmm. and I remember 
being so scared of Jabba the Hutt, my mom took me out of the theater. But I was probably four, yeah, maybe three. Came out in eighty three. Yeah, so I might have been. I might have been. I don't know if it was the first run or early on. But my mom obviously. I obviously liked Star Wars enough that my mom took me to the theater to see the movie. Mm-hmm. So, but I remember being scared and we left. And then I remember seeing it many times after that, obviously. Um, and I remember odd things. Like I remember very distinctly getting a Luke Skywalker Jedi Knight toy. <clears throat> and I don't know why I remember because I had hundreds of Star Wars toys. For some reason, I remember that one in particular. Mm-hmm. I was at home. I remember we had like green shag carpet. This was would have been like early 80s, obviously. Mm-hmm. I was on my, I was sitting in front of the TV, eating chocolate Pop-Tarts, drinking a glass of milk. Watching Thundercats, I'm pretty sure. And my mom came home from running errands or whatever she was doing. She gave me a brown paper bag, and inside it was Luke Skywalker Jedi Knight. That's cool. For some reason, I remember that. Um, other than that, yes, yeah, Star Wars has just always been something I've watched and believe liked it or not, and, I didn't have a Star Wars toy when I was a kid. You have more now than you had when you were a child. Yeah, like I think the first like Star Wars toy I bought was like when the the prequels came out. <clears throat> like my yeah. the first edition Jar Jar Banks that I, I was like so excited to buy. No. Uh, everyone was excited. And, and yeah, I think that was it. And then like you know, obviously when Disney took over, then like the Black Suits, the Black Steel series, series yeah. is like awesome. Those are very cool. Yeah, collecting has always been part of Star Wars. I think it's what people a lot of people like Star Wars have collectibles, have all that other stuff. Mm-hmm. It's kind of part of what uh, it's like capturing a piece of your childhood, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which is strange. I do remember uh, working at Blockbuster, and when they re-released the, like, uh, after the prequels came out, you know, when they re-released the original trilogy? Yeah. Uh, like, silver box, silver yeah. black box. Yeah, I have that. On it. I remember all of us fighting over the poster. Like, who's going to get the poster when it came down? And I got that shit. And now, like... Where is it now? God, it's I gave it to a friend, because, like, he, I went through a point in my life where, like, everything... Nothing mattered, no, but, like, uh, girls and... Yeah, and cars. Yeah, and cars and, and other things. It. I went through that same phase, but it was playing in bands, skateboarding, and... I didn't really care about Star Wars at that time. I didn't not care about it. I just wasn't a priority anymore. No. I remember also when I was a kid, me and my cousin, um, when I lived uh, down in New Brunswick, we used to go, and this was, I guess, when VCRs were first coming out, so not everyone had them in their house. Mm -hmm. And we went to the Irving gas station up the street that had a video rental section, and we'd rent a VCR and all three movies and just watch them. Yeah. And you have to put them in that little rewinder on the side where you put the next one in to play. Yeah. I'm pretty sure back then they had a Millennium Falcon rewinder. They should have, yeah. Yeah. If not, get they on They did. George now. Lucas missed a couple pennies somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> huh. uh, so another thing I thought we would do, because this is on a bunch of other podcasts, and they usually ask interviewed people they're interviewing, mm-hmm. uh, and it's on multiple podcasts, and there's different versions of this. So I kind of cherry-picked and choose different questions they have on this, this little questionnaire thing. And there's no right or wrong answers. Everyone's a fan. Everyone likes different things. So if we say something we don't like and you like it, don't write us angry emails. Mm-hmm. It's not because we hate you. We love you. But we just don't like that movie, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Um, so question one of this Star Wars questionnaire is, what is your favorite Star Wars film? Oh, it's hard. It's very hard. Because you're delusioned when you're a kid, right? Oh, you're massively delusioned. Because I remember uh, when Phantom Menace came out, I'm like, well, oh, this is so fucking cool. And then watching it again, and it was like, meh. You just like I would watch the beginning, the pod race, and the uh, the duel at the end. But um, yeah, eventually that movie becomes not so cool. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I would say probably uh, uh, probably Return of the Jedi. I would think. Yeah, I think I think for me, if you asked like 
child Corey. It's Return of the Jedi every day of the week. Mm-hmm. I think it's... Uh, don't get mad at anybody that listens to this podcast. I think that the fact that everyone says Empire Strikes Back is inaccurate. People mm-hmm. just say it because now that you're an adult, it's cool to say Empire Strikes Back. Because mm-hmm. it is... As an adult, when you watch it, you're like, that's a pretty badass movie. Mm-hmm. But when I was a kid, no fucking way was that my favorite movie. Yeah. When I was a kid, it was 100% Return of the Jedi. Yeah. I loved Return of the Jedi as a kid. And, you know, I just liked Luke being a Jedi and beating up Darth Vader. I didn't like them losing, obviously. I was a kid. I didn't know any better. And when I got older, obviously, Empire is the movie I I, I like watching the most. Um, But I don't know. It's hard to say my favorite because I like, I really do like Force Awakens. I think it's a good movie. It's a really good movie. It's fun. And it's a movie I've watched since it's come out. I've probably watched that more than I've watched any of the other movies. Yeah, that's fair to say. Uh, I was thinking the same thing. Like, uh, but I feel like I feel like the my heartstrings went to the original trilogy. Yeah, right? and me too. It definitely goes to the original trilogy. It's okay. <laughs> that one squeaks. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, the, the I mean I like the new movies a lot. So I like, I like Rogue One. I, it's difficult. Mm-hmm. I I would say mm, as an adult probably I would say Empire Strikes Back if I had to pick a movie. Mm-hmm. But. Um, it's very hard to say. Now, this one might be a little easier for both of us, I think. Mm-hmm. What is your least favorite Star Wars film? Oh, Attack of the Clones. Attack of the Clones, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. Not bad. It's unanimous. Uh, I, it's, it's, it's just, it's not a good movie. No. no. I'm not saying if you like that movie, you're wrong. And it doesn't grow on you at all. It actually gets no, worse as, no. as you... It's definitely not a fine wine. It's more like a... Dirty diaper. It's bad. It's more like bathtub gin or something. It's just, it's not good. It's, you know, what's funny when I, when I first watched it, when it came to theaters, I thought it was great. I don't know if I thought it was great, but I was like, oh, that was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. But I think the, upon rewatching and watching again, and, and we'll talk about this later, we're doing a rewatch coming up to Rise of Skywalker. But uh, I, it was the hardest movie to watch. Mm-hmm. I had a very difficult time. It was multiple sittings. I just could not. Some of it is so bad and mindless in the acting, and it's just not good. Uh, it didn't age well, especially the special effects. That's the did worst not part age of well it, at all. Um, so, sorry if you love Attack of the Clones, but it's not going to make our list. Mm. Um, this one's also hard. Question three: Who is your favorite Star Wars character? Hmm. I don't know. Like. Like little Corrado was, it was Luke Skywalker. I really like Ray though, like a lot. Yeah, I think as a kid, for sure, mine was Luke Skywalker. I'd say, <clears throat> I'd probably say Obi Wan Kenobi. Mm-hmm. I like him a lot. Liu McGregor part of it, and I'm excited for the TV show. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about that later. Um, but I also f- think right now the most fascinating character to me is Kylo Ren. In yeah. terms of interest in like. What's going to happen? An intrigue. Like I, I like Ray. I like all the new cast, but Kylo Ren really stands out for me. Yeah. Like I like him a lot. I really want to see what happens. And I just don't like that he's um he's a really cool character, mm-hmm. but I find that he's like a like a, a spoiled brat. Yeah, I think that's on purpose. But, yeah. Um. Yeah. So maybe Obi Wan as a kid, hundred percent Luke Skywalker. No kid can say they didn't. Well, I guess some older guys like Han Solo. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the older crowd, but. Luke Skywalker when I was a kid, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and this one's actually hard. Who is your least favorite Star Wars character? Jar Jar Binks. Yeah, Jar Jar's pretty bad. There's some other characters I don't like very much. I don't I don't like Dexter Jetser. 
the the like forearm guy that runs the diner on well, yeah it doesn't make sense to me mm-hmm. i think and i had this conversation uh just a couple days ago with jess and she was like you're overthinking this but that's what i do i overthink star wars that's why we do a podcast yeah but what it really stuck out to me that first of all why is there a 50s diner on a space planet where earth isn't part of that why I don't know. Like it just, I don't know why that stuck out to me, but I was like, why is there a fifties diner on Coruscant, which is like a political capital Mm -hmm. referencing our earth. That's not really part of the star Wars universe. I don't understand. So the character doesn't bother me. Like, and he has that big mustache and like a, like a Tom Selleck going on. I don't understand. He's not a bad character, I guess, but I just, I don't get it. I don't like it. I don't like it. This wine is kind of growing on me. Yeah. It's not so bad. No. Now here's, Here's a more interesting question, and you can take it sexual if you want to take it sexual. What turns you on about Star Wars, or what like gets you excited about Star Wars? Um, I I think it's it's the uh, the music. Like it, I I feel like a, a lot of the emotion comes from uh, from the soundtrack. Oh, for sure. I mean, it's been referenced as. Um, forgive me, I can't remember who said it because it was somebody that I think within Lucasfilm or. Uh, this called it this oxygen of Star Wars, mm-hmm. and it really is. It's take the take the music away from Star Wars, and it is it's not the same movie. No, not the at music all. kind of makes makes it what it is. Yeah, I, and it draws the emotion too. Like even when you watch a trailer, they play those music cues, and you're like, oh my god, you just get sucked in. Yeah, I was watching um, that documentary on uh, Disney Plus mm-hmm. of the, uh, the Empire Reg- Dreams or whatever. Yeah, whatever it's called, and, yeah. and <clears throat> how they thought it was just. It was just garbage until um, John Williams decided to score everything. Right? Yeah, he really helped make that. Well, he gave everyone their own theme. He yeah. gave all these like uh, elements that were interesting. I think the other thing, when I was a kid especially, I mean, I've changed now, but when I was a kid, the Force and Jedis were my favorite thing. Mm-hmm. Some people, it's space battles and the bad guys and the armor or whatever. For me, it was always um, Jedis. And the four, so that was very interesting. Mm-hmm. Until George Lucas made Metaclorians, but um, <laughs> uh, anyway, s- question six: What turns you off about Star Wars? Um, I guess I can say like one period of, of the Star Wars Star Wars uh, saga. It'd be the the horrible green screening in the first three. That completely turned me off from a lot of it. Yeah, that's not. Uh, the green screen and some of the pickles are very bad. Um, I think for me, it's funny because it's also one of the things that I like so much about Star Wars, but the one of the things I hate so much about Star Wars is some aspects of fandom. I, I don't understand why we have to, we as fans need to, I mean, we can like and dislike stuff, but why there needs to be things like Kelly Marie Tran from, uh, from the new trilogy, Rose, mm-hmm. being like, abused on twitter and told all these terrible things to where she had to quit social media mm-hmm. this is something that should be a great thing for her career and her life and she was excited to be in star wars and then people are just like oh you know fuck you die or whatever come on i don't even think it's uh it's star- i don't think those star are real wars. star wars fans but just, we it gets lumped into it and that element's just mm-hmm. that's why i don't think it's i don't want to say fans i think it's fandom kind of as a as a thing, I don't like that it gets, and it happens in Star Wars more than anything else, especially with Last Jedi and all mm-hmm. that stuff that happened. But it makes me a little crazy. Now, this is an interesting question. 
What job would you want to do in the Star Wars universe? If you could like, any job in the Star Wars universe. Like if I was making the movie? No, if you were... You could take it that way, I guess. But I thought if you were living, you were a human being in Star Wars, uh-huh. what job would you love to have? That is a weird question. It is a it weird is a question. question. It's a good question because you got to think about if you were in, if you were in that universe, like would you want to work at the cantina? Would you want to work on ships? Would you want to fly this? Would you want to... I would want to be on the most, like, far away planet. Yeah, because everyone dies in these movies. Yeah, everybody dies. Planets skip a lot of every yeah. day. So I'd rather just kind of chill on my own planet by myself. I'd, I'd luke it. You'd luke it. Yeah. That's a good, that's a good phrase. You'd luke it. Because mm-hmm. um, hmm. it seems like everybody's in trouble, like, all the time. Oh, all the time. Like, you're scared to, to live. Like, oh, for sure. Um, <laughs> I... I think it'd be fun to work at the cantina. Yeah, because you can kind of see everybody. You just see all the people, all the stuff going on, like serve drinks or something at the cantina. That's kind of like your 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 job now, right? Like, yeah, I serve I, drinks I, at the I, cantina. I, I, I feel like um, where you work is is kind of like the cantina. There's there's weird people that come in. They have their quirks. And... I feel like there is a way to make what you used to do and what I do a sitcom. Absolutely. Like a really good sitcom. Mm-hmm. Not everyone would get it, but like tradespeople would get it. People that work in kind of similar industries. Because the industry is very similar to other industries. So mm-hmm. it would uh, it would melt pretty good. Uh, <laughs> another question, eight, is what job would you never want in the Star Wars universe? I would um, never want to be the guy who needs to clean the trash compactor. Yeah, that'd be gross. Yeah. I was thinking uh, janitor in the Death Star. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of poop and pee and bad stuff going on clogged toilets on yeah. sector 7g running yeah. around would not be fun yeah it would not be not be a fun one um question nine is what color would your lightsaber be green it's like a dark green though because that's my favorite color okay yeah. i think it's a, i like the green lightsaber a lot but my i would probably say blue yeah it's a generic answer, but I like blue lightsabers. I think they look cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I could say some crazy color, but it's not what I'd really want. I'd want a blue magenta. one. I, I almost wouldn't mind having a blue and a green, but that's mm-hmm. you know, getting greedy. But I would say blue if I had to pick just one. Maybe if you put two different crystals in it. I mean, if you can do it with Jolly Ranchers and popsicles, then uh-huh. maybe you can do it with lightsabers as well. <laughs> maybe. Like a, just a pop a them out, change the color. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the last question, number ten, is. You're an actor in a Star Wars movie, mm-hmm. and you've just shot your last scene, and you look over. George Lucas says, cut. Thanks for coming out. What is the one thing you want to hear George Lucas say to you as you wrap your final scene in your Star Wars movie? Um, I don't know. That's, that's a hard question. It's a very hard question. Yeah. I, I, w- I would hope that it's see you on the next one. Yeah. Well, that's what you do hope to hear. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Like it's something I've heard on other podcasts, and I listen to them. Like I don't know. I don't know what I want him to say. But after watching those Collider videos, mm-hmm. I don't want him to say that's Papa's check. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a little fist bump or something. Uh, ooh, those videos. So I think you guys have learned a bit more about us as Star Wars fans, and you're going to listen to us talk about Star Wars quite a bit. So that's a good <clears> thing. We'll obviously talk more. We're going to try to keep the show a little more casual, a little more chatty. We don't want to do... I mean, we're going to cover news stories, obviously, because they're there and that's what they're there for. But we're not going to do every episode where we just hammer news the whole time because that makes the episodes pointless to listen to 
after the fact. Mm-hmm. I mean, part of what we want to do is have a dialogue, just chat about Star Wars and what we like, what we don't like, yeah. things we like. I mean, even when there's no movies going on, we'll have The Mandalore and other things happening, and we can rewatch things. And now that we have Disney Plus, we can watch Clone Wars and other things. Maybe like pick up Ark and just watch that one week and talk about it. And I'm actually thinking about reading some of the uh, the older books as well. Yeah, I have a lot of those. Those are very good. I mean, they're not uh, canon anymore, as they say, but I have a lot of those, and they're they're very good. Um, So, ticking on here, we are going to get into a bit of news. Uh, We're a little late to the party on this, obviously, but Disney Plus launched. There's a crap load of Star Wars stuff. Yeah. What do you think so far? I like it so far. I think, uh, like, it kind of sucks for the people who don't, uh, who've never seen all of them and want to watch all of them in a row, because not all of them are on there. I think Last Jedi's up this month. And Han Solo is not on there. Or Solo is not on there. No, uh, Last Jedi will be up soon. It just finishes Netflix run. Mm-hmm. I saw a video where they said it's going to be up by the end of this month. So yeah. it'll be there for people. I think it's like the 26th or yeah. something like that. Which is, uh, it's all right, though. A little Christmas present from Mickey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I noticed that with the Marvel on that side, too. There's a lot of, I mean, the ones that you can't watch on, are on, Netflix. Are on Netflix. And it's just because the contract has to expire. Yeah. Um, I, I don't have a 4K TV, so I haven't watched it. But you do. Have you watched any of the stuff in the 4K? Yeah. Is it looks good? Yeah, it looks good. Because I haven't seen the end of the up conversion and the 4K yeah. of the Star Wars stuff. Because a lot of Star Wars never been released in 4K. So. I, I know, and that's what I was wondering. I mean, I, I know that Force Awakens was released in 4K. Yeah. And Last Jedi was. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, it's hard to notice on my TV also because my TV turns everything into 4K. Like, it automatically yeah, Kind of up yeah. yeah. So, um... You already had a kind of idea what it would look like. Yeah. yeah makes sense. It would be kind of cool to see, like, I've never watched true 4K, like, from like a, a 4k blu-ray player i've yeah. never seen true true 4k and yeah and, and i'd like to yeah it'd be interesting yeah. to see how that looks um they made a, a couple edits to the movies obviously as they do um i watched new hope on there part of the rewatch and that new mcclunky line they added for greedo is just just let sean let sean let han just shoot him <clears throat> yeah it is stupid um I, I don't i don't like a lot of the stuff they added like oh. even from the second time like when the they re-released it i don't but, like that they added in the java han thing it looks horrible it looks awful and that's one thing i'm watching that while we're doing as doing the rewatch i'm watching it i'm thinking oh, the fuck? everything he added is stupid mm-hmm. why did he add it it's it looks dumb bad. it looks bad now because the special effects have aged poorly mm-hmm. i'm like i almost feel like just take it all out and give us the original cut of the movie and let us you know, I believe that if if Disney decided to do that, uh-huh. it, it would do wonders. Oh, me too. I still have it somewhere. There was a certain release of those movies where um, they had a second DVD in the case that was an uncut version original, and that is much better than. Yeah, I think I have. Wasn't there? It's um, a weird little slim snap case had DVDs on both sides. Yeah, I remember having like a copy of. Um, was it? phantom menace when when did yoda come in again it was in the yeah where he was a puppet the first time and and then they they digitized them later yeah it's just uh, it's a bunch of nonsense um nothing that happened uh star wars jedi fallen order came out yeah and the reviews have been phenomenal it's on a bunch of websites game of the years ign just posted their game of the year thing today it's on that list Mm -hmm. as their game of the year um i've played it you have not yet? No. Um, I haven't played a ton of it. I've only played maybe five, six hours. It's supposed to be pretty long. So, um, so far, it's phenomenal. It's a great, great, great game. Uh, it's awesome that there's finally a single-player Star Wars game that's 
getting very good reviews, very good press, and hopefully that means they'll continue to make single-player Star Wars games. Mm-hmm. Um, from what my understanding, and the numbers are a bit muddled in ways, but it's the biggest single-player EA launch in a long time. It broke some records for digital sales, and it's doing very well, I guess, at the end of the day. They convolute it by saying it's the digital this, that. It's doing well. It's breaking records for EA, which is a huge company. Yeah. Um, and from my understanding is they are going to let them make more games in this kind of series. Cool. I, I honestly wish they would just, someone would decide to like do a, like an original trilogy, like Super Star Wars, but in today's. Yeah. Like yeah. not a side scroller or a like full open type thing. Well, similar the way they did this. Just take yeah. this and make you be Luke at some levels, Han in some levels, other characters at some levels. Mm-hmm. Um, keeping with games, now Battlefront. 2 has a new version mm-hmm. uh, and people who already have the game can pay for the updates but it's um, right, 25 bucks 25 then. bucks and you get and unlo- it immediately unlocks every costume every ship every color palette whatever because there's like six versions of Lando I'm not going to play that game for 100,000 hours to get six versions of Lando yeah. I play the game fairly often, but I'm not competitive. I'm not. I just play and have fun and enjoy it, and I turn it off. And then you get uh, the all the, the Rise, Rise of Skywalker, Skywalker stuff, stuff coming like on the 19th. Or yeah, like you get all the extra bonus. There's levels and some skins, some other things. So I mean, that's something to look out for if you guys already have Battlefront 2. Um, if you already have it, great. You can pay for the extra stuff, or you, you don't have to. Yeah. I think the Last Jedi stuff's free anyway, or Last Jedi, the Rise of Skywalker stuff is free anyway, because all the other updates have been free. Mm-hmm. I think this just helps you get it all at once, at one time. Um, Anthony Daniels launched a book yeah, called you, I Am C-3PO. Do you ha- and you have it. I have a copy of it. I haven't read it yet, obviously, but I do have a copy, and uh, I went down to his uh, Q&A and his signing and met him. He's a very nice man. He had very funny stories. Um... I can't say much about the book because I haven't read it yet, but uh, it was cool meeting him. Maybe I'll put a picture or two up on social media to go with this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was a cool experience. It was down at uh, the Indigo in downtown Toronto, and uh, he talked for quite a while. He talked for probably a good half an hour, 40 minutes. That's good. And then he hung around inside everyone's book. That was a lot of fun. I'm interested to see what kind of tidbits he has in that uh, in that there book. Um, uh, another funny thing that we mentioned earlier was those George Lucas Collider React videos that came mm. out. For the Mandalorian trailer <laughs> and the uh, and the Rise of Skywalker, um, just thinking these more Gungans. Uh, those are hilarious. If yeah, you guys haven't cool. seen them, go on YouTube, look for Collider, George Lucas reacts. They are fantastic. Yeah, they're, they're really funny. Uh, they use that deep fake technology to make the guy's face look like George Lucas, but that guy are, is does do do George Lucas like parody stuff. He otherwise. just wears like the fat face. Yeah, he wears like a fat face. Yeah. Like a, almost four chins going on. Yeah. Um, but it's very funny. And it's, uh, there's no clips in there that you could make a soundboard out of that thing. Yeah. Papa gets his check. <laughs> um, and when he talks about the Mandalorian, which we'll talk about in a minute, when he's like, oh, they want to use Boba Fett. What if they use Boba Fett? Papa gets money. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it's very funny. If you guys haven't seen it, you should definitely check it out. Uh, one other cool thing that I got to do recently, and I think we should do again as a podcast is secrets of the empire vr yeah that's that just down the street right yeah it's not far from here um where we're doing the podcast right now um i've been trying to go forever and just put it off didn't go whatever but then one sunday it was raining we had nothing to do so we went down there and we suited up in our big backpacks and got our blaster rifles and put the big head things on and it is one of the coolest things i've ever done 
You can go two people at the same time. Yeah, we we you can go. I think up to four. Mm-hmm. But you can, if you book a time slot, you can just do two. Like me and you can just go in and run through the thing. Yeah, um, it's pretty crazy because you actually walk through all these different rooms. So they have this little maze set up, kind of, and what you see in your mask kind of helps move you around and move through the rooms and back and forth, probably through the same. It's not a huge area, but it feels like a big area. Yeah. Um, so at first, you watch a video where they tell, walk you through your mission, and you're trying to get into this imperial base to steal a plan. It's on Mustafar. Mm-hmm. Um, it is phenomenal. It's very well done. It's uh, it's just crazy when you look, because you don't have anything in your hands. It's just a helmet and the bodysuit. So when you get shot, you feel it. So what do you use? You feel like a bump, and then you take a blaster, and you okay. it's got a click, click, click. But when you look at it, it looks like a Stormtrooper blaster, because you're in a Stormtrooper costume. Yeah. So what happens when they, they when they first make you step in the room, and you drop the visor down, and they make you stand across from each other, the other person is suddenly a Stormtrooper. That's so cool. And, you, and when you move your hand in front of your face, it's a Stormtrooper glove. But you're not wearing anything. It's just what the mask is making your yeah. hand see. It's picking it up. Um. And even when you look over and see a wall, it's a, it's the wall of an imperial base, and you can put your hand on it because there's actually a wall there. It's one of the things that makes it uh, yeah interesting. So you run around through this big thing, you're doing, you're killing people, you get caught, all this stuff happens. Um, I don't want to spoil it because I think we'll do it again at some point. Yeah. I'd like to do it again. Um, it is very cool, very well done. It's not very long; it's like twenty minutes or half an hour. Um, it's like forty bucks to do it. That's not bad at all. It's not how cool it is. It's something you can never experience in your house. Yeah. I guess maybe with VR sets nowadays, you could get close. But yeah, it's very cool. A lot of fun. And uh, if you guys haven't done it and there's one in your area, look up the Void Star Wars. And if it's in your area, definitely go do it. It's worth the money. I know it's not long, but it's worth the money. They have two different ones going on, right? They have Star Wars and something else. Yeah, there's always other ones. There's a Wreck-It Ralph one that happens. There's a During Halloween, there's always a Ghostbusters one. That would be very fun to do. Like having done the Star Wars one, I'm like, oh, that'd be very fun to do a Ghostbusters one. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was very fun. Um, another quick thing in the news that just happened recently is the cast of Rise of Skywalker has seen Rise of Skywalker. Mm -hmm. Um, and they went through a big, a big point to make sure they let everyone know that all those rumors that there was a pre-screening that was garbage and everyone hated it never happened. Mm -hmm. Um, JJ's never showed it to anyone yet. Disney haven't showed it to anyone yet. The first time they showed it was now to the cast as a completed movie. Mm Um, and, um, the cast really liked it. Uh, Richard E. Grant specifically posted a little video on Twitter of his reaction to the movie. He was like almost in tears. He was excited. He was happy. I know. I saw that. I was like, it'd be funny if the the movie was like absolutely horrible and he's just crying because he's worried about all the flack he's going to get. Yeah. I mean, the one thing, I mean, you always got to take it out with a grain of salt. He's in the movie. Yeah. But at the same time, like he's a stage actor. He's been nominated for Oscars. He didn't have to, even if he was told to do it, he could just be like, hey, it was a great movie, get into theaters December or something. Like, he was genuinely yeah. excited about it and, and moved by it. But, you know, again, take out the grain of salt, he is in the movie. So his perception of it might be like, wow, this is a wonderful movie. And it probably is, but yeah, um, I hope it is. I really do, too. Because if it sucks, it would be really bad. <laughs> it would really be not fun. Um, so moving on from that, we mentioned it earlier. But Mandalorian, mm-hmm. four episodes in so far. What do you think of Mandalorian? I think it's it's really good. Um, it just sucks that you can't uh, like it's good because you can wait and there's the anticipation, <clears throat> which is it's good for guys like us because if we're gonna do a show or we're gonna talk weekly, mm-hmm. we have something to talk about all the time. Yeah, there's always something to talk <clears throat> about. But for the guy who's like 
for fuck's sakes now i gotta wait yeah a week and it's not like a long episode either right no it's, it's like, like 40 minutes half an hour ish yeah but uh i know i liked it the little yoda is is cool but uh i guess his name is the child i saw like uh on yeah on, well, on Funko, he, it's not yoda what, yeah it's called he's his called the child the right child now. yeah, yeah. They'll, they, i don't know if they'll ever name him yeah they said that the, you know they i was reading an article yesterday and that they're saying that that Disney and, and and Lucas totally like fucked the dog on this one. They're kind of doing the same thing they did with the original Star Wars, where they weren't ready. They weren't ready, and then they just they didn't have the toys ready for Christmas. So what are they going to do? Sell like they they're saying they're just making the joke that they're going to sell a, cardboard a, boxes, an, an, an empty box. <laughs> yeah, saying well, that you're going to get your child. There, there's there's a rumor, and this is probably true and probably also convenient that they didn't release because they don't want it spoiled. Right, absolutely. So they're like, if we had sent the molds to China or wherever to get them to press toys and had to come across both, someone would have seen it, someone would have taken a picture, someone would have, what the hell's that? Well, that's exactly what happened with uh, Avengers. Like, they <laughs> right. they released... I, I went to the store before the movie was released, and they already had the uh, the Iron Man um, glove. Like, the... Yeah, the, the Iron gauntlet, Man version of the, the gauntlet. gauntlet. Yeah, and I'm like, what the fuck is this? They totally ruined it now. It's it's kind of like um, they the Phantom Menace soundtrack had come out before the movie, and one of the uh, one of the tracks like the death of Qui Gon or something. <laughs> so spoilers about the soundtrack, you're ruined. Uh, I liked the Mandalorian a lot too, actually. And we've watched, um, and I mean, even my girlfriend loves it. And I wasn't like she likes Star Wars casually. No female, like no female that not many females I know are big Star Wars fans. I mean, there's a lot of females that are, but my girlfriend is not one of them. She likes it fine. She likes going to the movie. She has fun watching it. Um, so I didn't know how she would react to a TV show, um, and she likes like loves it. Like every it, Friday, she's like, "Is it up yet? Is it up yet? Is it up yet?" The um, Baby it Yoda's a good sell. Like, it does not look like a TV show. It looks no. like it could be a movie. Yeah, it's like a movie. Or the HBO show maybe at the, mo- like... at, the, at the most. Yeah. Uh, and the character's awesome. I like the relationship with the, the little kid. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, yeah, it's really, really well done. You know, if I was going to say a criticism, not even a criticism, just a concern I have is how long can they milk this him and the baby going from planet to planet being chased? Eventually that will get old. Mm-hmm. Um, something needs to happen in the story where either... He gets taken, he has to go get him back. Yeah, he's taken, he has to get him back. Or he leaves the baby somewhere safe and the baby's gone for a little while. Maybe he goes back later. Maybe something happens later. But now I feel like they're stuck because that baby's so popular. Mm -hmm. How do they move on from it? Can they move on from it? Does it have to be a continuous forever part of the show? So is is Mandalorian supposed to be a... um Like a just one season? No, they're 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 doing season two right now. Okay. So it's going to continue. So I'm curious of what they're going to do at some point. Like, mm-hmm. are they always going to have that baby? Has has the popularity of that baby made it impossible to get it off the show? But then at the same time, they leave it on. Eventually, it won't be cute anymore. And then no. the people who are watching just because oh my god, it's cute are going to stop watching. Mm-hmm. But I love the show a lot, and uh, it gives me a lot of hope for the Obi Wan Kenobi series with Hugh McGregor. Mm-hmm. That's going to be wonderful. I hope anyway. Um, and they're making a Cassian Andor series. I, I really believe that um, they should give Mark Hamill his own series because they screwed him. Yeah, it would be nice if they did... Um, like in between. One of, yeah, one of two things I would like to see happen. Whether they do this or not is... is I doubt they're going to give Mark Hamill a series on Disney+. Plus. Very, very unlikely. But what would be kind of cool is if they took the Clone Wars approach and made a really good animated series, like that CG animated, whatever they want to do, series 
between Return of the Jedi and Force Awakens. Mm-hmm. Or even, I, I, I wouldn't mind seeing a in-between Empire and Return of the Jedi. That'd be kind of cool to That's see. That's where the comics are going now, the Marvel yeah. series. Because it was between the other two, and now it's moving over yeah. to then. Um, but I, I would like to see um, Luke training Ben and the other Jedis and how it happens. and. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why I feel it'd be a good show because they can use. They can them kind of both. milk it for a little bit, and Mark Hamill's would probably be up for it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. It'd be it'd be it'd be very nice. I mean, it's nice that we already have three series for Star Wars kind of lined up and are going to happen. Um, but we'll see where it goes from there, I guess. Um, now, I think right now we'll get into probably the main part of the show, mm-hmm. which will be Rise of Skywalker. We've seen tons of trailers. Mm-hmm. We've seen posters. We've seen pictures. We've seen all this stuff. What What are your hopes for Rise of Skywalker? Like, try not to inflate them out of control because that's what happened with Last Jedi for a lot of people. You went in, I went in with like a million ideas of what should happen or what I was positive would happen. And then when it didn't happen, I was pissed off. Mm-hmm. What I hope, I think they, I, I hope that they... Uh... Like, what do they have to do... To, so when it's over, you're like, that was a good movie. It's a good end to that. I'm hoping that they go the same way that they did with uh, Endgame. That they close everything properly. And even though it's it's not a uh, an action-packed movie, you're happy that it's yeah. done. And everything was, every story was, was finished. And it was finished properly. Um, unfortunately, I don't think it's going to go that way. I, I don't know that they can... Uh, well, I shouldn't say that they can't. I don't know that they can wrap up everything for everyone. Well, unless they are going to use uh, a couple of these characters later on. Yeah, I don't know how they properly wrap every storyline. I mean, I'm very excited for the movie. The trailers look very good. Mm-hmm. They look very, very promising. They look, um, yeah, they look like they're going to be a lot of. The movie looks going to be a lot of fun. It's going to have cool sequences. Um, I think. Yeah, I just hope that they 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 the the, the Leia stuff's used properly mm-hmm. and doesn't feel fucking weird and awkward and like not right and like just kind of shoehorned in. Um, I hope that they I hope Luke plays a role that matters in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really hope they do the right thing with the Emperor because if we go through this movie, if we're sitting in the theater, and this is the one worry I have is that we're sitting in the theater. And we're an hour and a half in, and there's no emperor. Mm-hmm. And he's going to pop up in the last 20 minutes and die. That's exactly. I, I think it's going to be. Which is going to be a shit show because all that really does is negates what happened in all the other movies. It negates what Darth Vader did. Like it just it screws up a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. And then they just shoehorn him in to kill him in 10 minutes, which makes no sense. I feel that's going to happen, but I think <clears throat> when I think you're going to see him right out like there's going to be the beginning of his story in this film is going to be right after the crawl i think i think you're going to like you're going to see something has to do with him in the first 10 minutes of the movie then you're not going to see anything until the very end and then unfortunately what i think is going to happen is that ray is going to kill him in like two seconds what yeah i don't know it's it's a hard thing to, to predict i mean i from pictures and whatever else you see online i i get the i get the impression that it's probably gonna have to be ray and kylo fight him together mm-hmm. because and, they are the balance and then 
That's what they're kind of pitching. And I don't the dark side Ray thing in the trailer. I think is probably just a dream, or uh, maybe the emperor shows her a vision of how powerful she could be, or you know something that's along I, those I, lines. I think it's a vision of hers. Like she, I think I told you this before. I think there's going to be like a point in the, in the movie where she's going to realize this is what I think is going to happen. I think she, she's going to be like the the god or the granddaughter of of Palpatine, and. She's, or she's a clone of Palpatine, or, or clone of, uh, which is why it showed the hundreds of her in the mirror and yeah. the snaps, and that was maybe building us up to the yeah. idea that hey, she's a clone, and she's gonna she's gonna have like a a, a force vision or future vision of herself as um as her in the dark side, mm-hmm. and then she's gonna I don't know like I have a feeling she's gonna like fight her herself. In this vision. Kind of like when Luke fought himself in The Emperor Strikes Back in that yeah. cave. Yes, that's what I, I feel like that they're going to do. Now, one of the things that there's rumors and there's speculation, there's all this stuff. How do you... How are you going to feel if part of the end of this movie is just a fuck ton of Force Ghosts? Like Force Ghost Luke and Force Ghost Anakin and Force Ghost Obi-Wan and they all come to help in the battle against the Emperor one last time. That's what I feel is going to happen. Unfortunately, <laughs> I feel like here's what I see. Okay, I, like this is just what I see in in the the final hmm. scene. Her and 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 Ben are are fighting him and probably losing and probably losing. She gets knocked the fuck out, or even where he like Ben doesn't know what he wants to do, but she gets knocked the hell out. He realizes, like Ben realizes, finally that he needs to destroy Palpatine. Mm-hmm. And he gets screwed. Palpatine fucks him up bad. And, and then all the Force ghosts kind of give him, give the them strength. her power to get yeah. back up and to do her thing and destroy him. That's what I feel is going to happen. Yeah. That's, I feel like it's going to be, vision. I feel like it's going to be, and hold everyone who's seen the movies, and you. I don't know if you would even know the reference, but it's going to Harry Potter the fuck out of this thing. Never watch Harry Potter. So there's a scene in... in Actually, uh, I watched The Prisoner of Azkaban with the wolf. The right. werewolf, yeah. There's a scene in Goblet of Fire, I believe. So people who hate Harry Potter, calm down. It's mm-hmm. just a good two seconds reference for it to make sense. Yeah. There's a scene in that movie when he first, Voldemort first comes back to life, and he touches a cup thing and he gets sucked into this graveyard. And they sh- both shoot their wands at the same time. And their wands connect. Mm-hmm. And that means something because they're the same feather. I'm not a Harry Potter guy big time, but mm-hmm. there's some connection between their wands and their wands connect. Mm-hmm. Now, when the wands connect, the spirits of all the people the wand have killed come out of it. Harry's parents come out of it. And they're standing beside him and they put their hands on his shoulder or whatever, whatever. And for some reason, I'm thinking in my head that and probably more Kylo than Ray in the scene because it would make more sense, is that Ray will be knocked out, Kylo will get force lightning or something stupid, and he'll be trying to get up and fight it, mm-hmm. and Leia will appear over his shoulder, and Luke will appear over his shoulder, and be like, get up, Ben. Mm-hmm. You can do it, Ben. Use the force, Ben. Fight it, Ben. Like something. And yeah. that's that's the dumb thing. I mean, even saying all this, I'm going in not thinking anything, to be honest. Mm -hmm. I have so many ideas in my head, but I'm just like, whatever. I'm just going to go see the movie. It is what it is. Because the the one prevalent thing I wish was real, but I know is probably not going to be real, is that Ben's been a good guy the whole time. Yeah. Like, and, yeah. That that we'll find out. I mean, this would be a big twist. 
it, it could work because all the scenes are in the movie that kind of betray it already. Snow tried to get Ben mm-hmm. and tried to seduce him. And Ben maybe listened a little bit. I was like, mm-hmm. huh, what's this? This is a powerful. But then Ben found out that the Emperor is Snoke's boss. Like, mm-hmm. the, his, he'd be the Padawan to the Padawan. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? The same way Vader tried to get Luke, but him and Luke were going to kill the other one. Maybe Snoke was like, together we could probably kill the Emperor. Like, mm-hmm. we could do this, bro. And Kylo's mission was to finish what his grandfather started. When he leans to the mask, he says, I feel it again. I feel the pull. Let me Give me the strength to finish what you began. Mm-hmm. There is no way. I mean, I guess there's not no way. But in my mind, in my own version of those movies, why wouldn't Luke and Leia tell Ben what their grandfather did? Mm-hmm. That he sacrificed himself to kill the Emperor. That he did those things. So my, my hope is the storyline's been there the whole time, but we wouldn't have seen it. But when... One or two lines of dialogue, you'd be like, oh, my God, mm-hmm. that was what happened the whole time. He went to, he wanted to go to the dark side to get closer to the emperor to kill him, to finish what his grandfather started. Mm-hmm. But when Luke came in to try to kill him, he freaked out and he pulled the wall down and he ran away. Mm-hmm. Maybe other people killed those. Maybe other people burned down the village. Maybe Snoke's people burned down the village. Yeah. Because very often in these movies, Kylo doesn't actually do a lot of the killing. No. The people around him that are bad do the killing and he's there. Yeah. He doesn't kill his mother. The only thing that he you really want was, to see is when he like when he sees Luke. When he, he sees like, Luke, and again, maybe that's because he thinks Luke's going to stop him from his his path to, mm-hmm. to do what he's trying to do. Um, and I think one of the things that one of the things that helps support that is I think he has to keep doing bad things because he thinks that'll bring the Emperor closer to him and really take him under his wing. Because the scene with Han and him on the bridge, he's like, I know what I have to do but I don't know if I have the strength to do it. Mm-hmm. And Han says, let me help you. So why does he kill him then? That's what, because that's what he has to do to get the emperor to really trust him. Yeah. Yeah. Makes like sense. He, like he, he knows in that moment that that's what has to happen, but he can't do it. Mm-hmm. The, the, because it, otherwise it makes no sense because for him to just go good, if he wasn't actually trying to kill the emperor and he just wanted to leave, why would he be conflicted? Mm-hmm. I thought like the conflict, there's something else going on with the conflict of it. Because he killed Snoke without a hesitation. Yeah. Without even a thought process, he killed Snoke. So my hope is that that's his mission all along. And he's been doing all these things. But he's also bringing Ray close because maybe he knows he needs Ray, Or maybe he knows who Ray is. Yeah. Because also in The Force Awakens, he says, what girl? He freaks out about the girl. But no one else knows who the fuck she is. But what do you think, is, or who do you think Ray's parents are? I think probably nobody. I think it's too complicated to make it. Like I don't. I understand people are like, oh, well, make it the granddaughter of of Obi Wan. Okay, but who's Obi Wan with? How are the kids? Who are the? There's too much steps to. They need to solve it for a general movie audience. I think it's the hardest thing to keep in mind sometimes because mm-hmm. we're so invested in Star Wars and we think about theories and things. The general movie going audience, it's like, oh, a Star Wars movie, awesome. Yeah. They go like that's the one where that Ray guy and the Kylo and they don't know what's happening. Yeah. Just like the general Star Wars audience, I should say general, but I think sometimes we forget that that hardcore fandom is a smaller percentage than we think it is. Yeah. The general public that watches these TV shows, like I was listening to one of the Collider episodes on Jedi Council and the host was saying that he's like, half my friends 
who are Star Wars fans, who watch the movies and like it. They don't read books. They don't read comics. They don't. But when the movies come out, they go. They like it. They have a great time. They talk about Star Wars here and there. Mm-hmm. When they saw The Mandalorian, they're like, so why does Boba Fett have a little Yoda? Because they don't know. Mm-hmm. They, don't, they haven't read seven books. They haven't watched ten seasons of Clone Wars. They haven't, and they're not going to ever. And that's why Disney is not making it the older uh, books canon for that right. Reason. So they can't they can't put too the the outcome can't be too convoluted. It has to be a pretty streamlined from what we've seen in the movies. So which is why my theory probably won't happen. But I want so bad for Kylo not to die. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, I think he's going to. Though. I think he's going to sacrifice himself because I think the reality of it is. Even if he wasn't a bad guy, he can't walk back into the Rebel base like, hey, guys, yeah, I killed Han. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Yeah, I helped Starkiller base. We destroyed all those people. Don't worry about it. Like, that can't happen. You know what I don't want to see? I don't want to see a, like, Force Ghost Han, and I really hope that doesn't happen. No, I don't think it will. And maybe, it, I mean, we see Han maybe in a flashback, but they don't even use flashbacks in Star Wars, so no. that'd be weird, too. I kind of, I mean, my ideal ending to the movie, which, again, probably won't happen, is... They defeat the Emperor, and they either either Kylo leaves. If he doesn't die, he needs to leave, or his ending needs to be unclear. Like if he's stopping something to get ready to leave, and then it collapses and we don't really know what happened, or if he's going to live, the only two options really are ambiguous, meaning he's helps Ray escape something crumbling down or whatever or those characters have a moment because they're obviously friends like they've become in last jedi they kind of become like yeah buddies in a way because they're the only people that can relate to, relate to each other but maybe if they do both survive maybe kylo's gonna give himself in and be arrested or whatever and she's like no just take that ship and go mm-hmm He'd have to live in hiding, but then it would also give them an opportunity to do something else with one of those characters down the road if they ever wanted to. That's what I'm hoping. Like, there, I think they said there's a movie slated to come out in 2021, a Star Wars movie. Even though they said that after Star Wars, there's going to be very no Star Wars for a while. That didn't last very long. No, well, the TV shows are so popular, and I think, I think there's a, uh, I think they they know that there's a marketability behind all these new characters for the most part, and I think. Maybe because it's Disney more than anything else. I I can't see them killing certain characters in cold blood. You know what I mean? Like, I can't see... That's why I can't see Kylo getting, like, completely destroyed. But they killed Han, I guess. Mm-hmm. But it's, just, it's hard to say because that's a character they created in their universe that they market. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, a lot of the new rides at Disney have Kylo Ren featured in them as, as a bad guy, kind of. But he's in them. Yeah. So I don't know that they'll be ready to, like, oh, let's just wipe him out and we'll still have him in the ride every week. Like, I think there's a lot of marketability... For a future movie, if because it's something that it's in books and comics and games and never in the movies, what like the, the possibility of if he lived and he takes off or he runs away or he's on his own, how does he live after that? Yeah, it'd be a very compelling movie. And Adam Driver's a very good actor, like the, the way he does his emotions and mm-hmm. the way he plays the scenes. Like if he was kind of in hiding and trying to not be seen and not use his force powers and. And what maybe he got very similar to the Mandalorian and other things. He goes somewhere, but he gets sucked into something. Yeah. It doesn't have to be a big galactic imperial thing because that's going to be gone. But he gets sucked into something just like Ray could. I don't know what's going to happen with Ray either. Wouldn't it be kind of cool if, if, if that does happen, but he goes and he starts a new Jedi Academy. 
Well, the other thing that couldn't work, obviously, and I, I don't think it's gonna, it would make that many people that mad. Uh, it's going to make – there's no way – some people are going to be mad regardless. What, if they live and they start a new Jedi Order, but they call it Skywalker. Instead of Jedi? Yeah. Or if and that's part of why the, it's called the Rise of the Skywalker. Well, it says the Rise of the Skywalker, but maybe the Skywalker is what the kind of the gray Jedi that's going to take over, and they're the teachers of that. Mm-hmm. And they teach both sides of the Force, and they show that it's doesn't belong to light, doesn't belong to dark. It's as everything. long as there's balance. Yeah. yeah. Who knows? But I'm excited for this movie. Mm-hmm. We'll be seeing it twice, probably by the time we do another podcast. Well, no, we'll do another podcast before then, probably. But we'll have seen it twice probably before we do a podcast about it i would imagine i think i might see it three to tell you because i'm watching it on the the opening o- opening night, night i'm watching it and then saturday with we're you. watching it saturday morning and my son's already like why are you not bringing me so i'm probably gonna have to bring him on sunday or monday well i'm thinking too if uh, i'm gonna try to go monday morning i think because the theater there's a theater right down the street from me it has an imax so i could just get up at like i wake up early anyway mm-hmm. i could take the dog for a walk and then pop over there and see it at like 10 30 yeah which I did with Last Jedi as well. I went down one day and just saw it in IMAX. So, it's crazy to think it's the end. I know. And it's funny because I, you know very, very well that I didn't like Last Jedi. <clears throat> and I watched it the first time with you. And we both kind of were like, what? Like, what is going the fuck on? Happened? And then I think, did I watch it a second time with you? I watched it twice with you, didn't I? Uh, I don't know. I think you saw it again, but I no, you went th- with the guys from work. Yeah, and then I, I, I went and saw it a third time. I think I saw it twice with you. Maybe. We saw Solo not for long after that. So. Yeah. So I saw, I, I saw it three times in the theater, and I kept saying every time I saw it, I'm like, I'm going to go again. Maybe I missed something. I'll like it better next time. I'll like time. it better next time, and yeah. I didn't. And then I watched it at home, and I didn't like it. And what sucked is that my littlest guy loves watching it because of BB-8 and mm-hmm. BB-9. Yeah, of course. So I would watch like the the first like you know half an hour, twenty minutes, and or whatever, mm-hmm. and I would hate it even more. And I didn't want to watch it. And then leading up to this, now watching from episode one all the way through, yeah, between uh, Attack of the Clones and, and Last Jedi, it was like the ones I was dreading most to watch. Mm-hmm. And I watched Last Jedi, and I actually didn't mind it this time. No. And I think it's because I, I know it sounds stupid, but I'm watching all these, the extra features, which I never did before. Yeah. So you kind of seen like what, what, what goes on behind the scenes and, and, and stuff like that. And then when I finished watching, I, I just finished watching the documentary on on last jedi yesterday i think it was yeah it? the like the, the the jedi and the director or something yeah. like that's called something like that. yeah johnson's yeah my johnson thing yeah and i was sad like at the end of it i'm like shit and i'm thinking like if i'm sad watching this movie that i hated so badly how sad am i going to be watching the end of the end of the skywalker saga yeah i mean that's one thing i i, I thought about and myself too i didn't like it the first time i went I saw it twice. I, actually, when I saw it with you the second time, I had seen it. I think I saw it with... No, I saw it with you opening night at the fan event. Yeah. And I saw it the next night with Jess. And she was like, well, what, how was it? Because she knew I was excited. And I'm like, eh. Mm-hmm. She's like, what do you mean? Like, you you love Star Wars. I'm like, yeah. eh. And then the second time, I liked it a little more. And, um, and then the more times I watched it, 
like I liked certain things about it. Mm-hmm. Like every time I watch it, I like certain things. Yeah. But when I, the more I, like the, I think the more I watched it and the more I thought about it and the more I, you know, just, the more I accepted kind of the movie that it was, was the more I was like, huh. And I think for me too, I'm doing the rewatch. And I think in the process of doing the rewatch, it made me, and, and just reading stuff and the new movies coming out and, and focusing on Star Wars as much as we have lately, I realized that it's probably, and I mean, George Lucas, everything about Star Wars is an original thing. But since A New Hope, mm-hmm. that's probably the most original Star Wars has ever been, is Last Jedi. Yeah, it's also. They use a lot of recycled plots, a lot of recycled points. There's nothing in Last Jedi that I can be like, that's just like this movie. It's not. It's the first movie that starts directly after the last one. Which makes it hard. Yeah. A lot of things make the, this trilogy hard. Um, which is interesting because I was listening to um, an interview with um, with Ryan Johnson and Mark Hamill. I was watching today. I was watching little interviews with them together. Because I had just seen Knives Out, which is Ryan Johnson's new movie, which was phenomenal. Yeah. It was so good. Um, and I love all his other movies. Um, and I do like Last Jedi quite a bit as well. But watching the thing, I think the one thing I realized watching it is Mark Hamill hated like fundamentally hated what Ryan Johnson did with Luke Skywalker. Oh yeah, 100% but, and he wasn't uh, he was very vocal about yeah, it. Yeah, but he also thought Ryan Johnson was a brilliant director and a sweetheart and a nice guy and he thought, "You know what? I will do everything I can to make your vision come to life." Mm-hmm. And the one thing that Mark said in a lot of the interviews, which is what Star Wars fans probably need needed to accept at the time is Blue Skywalker doesn't belong to us. No just rented to him as he says yeah he's it's not my he doesn't belong to me he doesn't he had a narrative too in his head of what luke would have done or what should have done and i think the one thing i'm listening more and thinking about it more because my initial reaction was well luke wouldn't hide Mm -hmm. why would luke hide why would he run away but then that's what he said he's like luke originally was he always had hope, and in this one, he didn't have hope. He cowered. And I think, I think maybe it wasn't shown the right way, or directly enough, or clear enough for people. But I, one thing I think, watching it, and then I, then after I was trying to think about myself in that position or whatever, what happened with Ben would fuck you up. Mm-hmm. Like if you started this new Jedi Order and you were Luke Skywalker, and and then your nephew lays kid lay and han you're two best friends in the world and you're like i'm losing their kid to the dark side yeah and then in a moment of weakness which you would never expect luke to have he walked into that room with the idea to kill his nephew yeah it's funny how when they you see the the three different versions of it yeah right right. so i think that's why it made it model for some people but even luke kind of admits it after to ray he's like yeah i walked in there thinking i need to end Mm-hmm. what he might be now and then he changed his mind at the last minute but it was too late because kylo had woken up so i think when you try to think of the human side of that uh, i can understand why luke would have been like no fuck this mm-hmm. i'm not the guy i i almost killed my i almost killed my nephew right now. i almost killed leia's kid yeah like i really fucked up i shouldn't be training these people i need to go away and refigure out what i'm doing and like just reboot this is not my my jam i i fucked up yeah um and part of that lesson is what's good about that movie when yoda comes back and says you know you need to teach them not just 
victory and, and, and all the things you teach them failure and, and, and loss and all the things that you, because p- teachers tend to teach good. Mm-hmm. They never teach you that like, hey, there's bad. Mm-hmm. You fail and things don't go your way and all these things happen. So I think it's an interesting thing. But I think because people hold Luke up in this little pedestal, seeing him fall from it, people did not want to see that. Yeah. And I think that, yeah. Yeah. And that's, uh, I think that's why I didn't like it. Yeah. Because you're like, no, that's not my, that's not my Luke. No. And then, you know, watching it again and then watching the documentary afterwards, you see the things that I hate, the hate, the things that I hated most about watching the, the prequels was that everything was the digitized same. and everything was the same. Yeah. And then you watch Last Jedi and Force Awakens and they're using props and they're using... They're going back puppets. to the old school. And yeah. Like, it, and I think that's something that I overlooked. Yeah, you overlook it the first time. And I think the other thing that we overlooked that it's funny because Force Awakens comes out. Mm-hmm. I loved it. You I, loved it. Absolutely. I, funny story for us about watching that movie is that we watched it opening night mm-hmm. <clears throat> but separate you're with your dad i think mm-hmm. i was with my my ex-wife mm-hmm. uh wife at the time ex now but we um when i got home from the movie i took my dog for a walk and you had drove by and literally like, pulled off onto the side of someone's lawn and hopped out so we could talk about star wars yeah like i loved that movie yeah and you loved that movie um but it's funny because there was a lot of people in the media and fandom that was like it was just a rehash of this why don't they ever do anything in original it's blah 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 and then last Jedi comes out and it's a completely original movie and everyone's like fuck that why didn't they do you can't make everyone happy yeah um but the one thing that's interesting that i did really appreciate when i was watching those mark hamill videos today is that he made the point that disney made it impossible for these directors because they made it a relay race and not a set story. Mm-hmm. So he's like, what he means by that is J.J. takes the baton. He runs through his two hours. And he, he does what he wants to do. And then he gives the baton to Ryan Johnson. Mm-hmm. And Ryan Johnson takes it, looks at what he did, and runs the other direction. Yeah. And then gives the baton to someone else. Because they have no consequence. Mm-hmm. And the story is never mapped out. So they didn't even write a, a fucking treatment for this. They're just yeah. like, do what you want. It's going to be cool, J.J. Do what you want. And it was cool. But... They give it to someone else to do something else. They yep. didn't. They didn't have a plan. They didn't have a, uh, a continuation for that. They just kind of said, "Do whatever you want, and it's going to be cool." I'm. I'm really hoping that they kind of uh, they do what they did with Marvel, and they have you know like their Kevin Feige, and I feel like John Favreau is going to be that guy now. Because... I think it's going to be John Favreau and Dave Filoni. Yeah, Dave Filoni did all of Clone Wars. All of Rebels, all those things, but he had never done live action. And when he did Clone Wars, he was literally like George Lucas's right hand man. So he learned how to tell the story, the beats, the dialogue, all the stuff, and to, to make it that animated show. And Clone Wars is a fantastic show, mm-hmm. but he had never directed live action. So I think they put him with Favreau because Favreau is very good at that, mm-hmm. and Favreau loves Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Favreau was a, a character on Clone Wars. He was a voice on Clone Wars for a while. Yeah. Um, so he already knew Dave and they had a working relationship. So I think those two are going to kind of help steer it moving forward. I think TV will be the main thing for the next year, couple of years probably, till they get the new movie up and going. Uh, and they're still saying that Ryan Johnson might get his trilogy. Yeah. Now, the one thing that'd be interesting about that, that Mark Hamill also said that he's, he said that he believes Ryan Johnson will make an incredible Star Wars trilogy because he'll have full control over the story from point A to, to the end. Yeah. 
And Ryan Johnson's a very good storyteller. He's a very good writer. Um, so who knows if that's going to happen or not going to happen, but yeah. I'm, I'm excited to see what they're going to do. I'm just glad that when they said that they weren't going to do much for a while, I was like, are you kidding me? Like, yeah, they're putting so much into, like they acquire this, like Disney gets Star Wars, mm-hmm. which is a money-making machine. Yeah. And the universe is huge or potentially can be huge and they can do whatever they want. Yeah. Well, and, and there's like, no, no way. I mean, all the time and money and marketing in Finn and Ray and all these characters, they're not going to not do something with those characters. I, like I, the Skywalker saga, I believe is over mm-hmm. after this movie. And that's going to be a very hard thing to wrap my head around. Cause I've been watching it my entire life. It's been mm-hmm. part of my life forever. Star Wars will still be around, but it won't be the same without those characters anymore. It's going to be different. Yeah. Um, but there is an element of it for me, even that I love those movies, but there's an element that's very freeing in that, where I'm like, Finally, I don't have to worry about and reference six other movies and try to tie up this. and th- Just make a new story. What's kind of cool, too, is that uh, uh, Abrams was saying that um, we're going to get um, a backstory to Finn in this one. Because the only thing we know is that he's been there since he was a kid. Yeah. Because First Order was stealing babies, babies and from family. It's kind of cool to see if, I mean, what if he's like lando's kid or yeah something. i i think i think the um i think um the girl in the trailers may, may be related to lando, lando maybe or maybe somehow. that's finn's sister could be maybe yeah. that could be that could be the case uh yeah i'm very interested in these like everything i've seen in the trailers looks fantastic mm-hmm. uh and the more trailers i see the more i'm like wow this looks like a very good movie no. um yeah i can't wait we're about 14 days away i think today's 14 what? today's thursday yeah yeah, so two weeks. We're two weeks away exactly. Yeah. What time is it right now? It is 8.34. We'll so, be in the theater right now. I'm at 10.10. 10. 10. 10, 10 is my time. Oh, I'm at, let me see, uh, December 19th, 7 o'clock, I IMAX. Could, I couldn't get any seats at 7 because yeah. I got the one with you. Yeah. And then I'm like, you know what? There's, I'm going to go there, again. There's no way I can't go on opening night, so I'm going by myself. Yeah, I'm going. Uh, I'm going once on the Thursday, once on the Saturday, and I'll probably go alone on the Sunday, Monday, somewhere. We have a, we have a, It's it's the holiday season, obviously. How long is the movie? Two like, oh, almost three hours. Okay, so what you need to do then, if you're watching it at seven, I'm mm-hmm. watching it at ten ten. Mm-hmm. You watch the movie, mm-hmm. then take a ten minute Uber to the next theater. The next theater watch it with me. Watch it again. Yeah. <laughs> um, the the. Uh, yeah, it's going to be fun to see it that many times in a close. Hopefully, it's 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 good. Um, but it's crazy. The, 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 it's Christmas time, so it's busy. Mm-hmm. Uh, lots of stuff going on. Like already, I'm starting to look at the talking to Jess. Uh, she's like, "Oh, we have this, and we have this, and we have this." I'm like, "What day is that? What day is that?" I'm trying to like figure out when I'm going to see Star Wars for a third time, like mm-hmm. in that that time period. Um, we'll do another podcast for Christmas, I think. Yeah, probably. Probably at least one more. I can say that. Maybe we'll do one Saturday after we see the movie a second time. Yeah, I'll be down here anyways. We come here and we can do a quick one, even if it's just a little our kind of thoughts on the movie and Merry Christmas, whatever. And we can probably get it up before Christmas or on Christmas probably yeah. around that time period. Um, speaking of Christmas, it is a Christmas season. It's holidays. Mm-hmm. And I don't know that you would have any, and I don't know that I can think of any on the top of my head. But do you have any Christmas memories of Star Wars that aren't Force Awakens? No. And that's because, you know, I didn't see 
the originals. I wasn't a fan of the yeah. prequels. And the prequels were in May anyway, so by the time Christmas rolled around, unless you're super into it, you weren't paying attention. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, Force Awakens, we were Christmas crazy that year. Mm-hmm. Or Christmas crazy. We were Star Wars crazy that Christmas year. Yeah. Christ- Force Awakens came out. Christmas has always been like Batman season to me. It's funny because Christmas was always, holiday season was always James Bond for me. Yeah. Because November, if you guys remember, any American listeners will definitely remember TBS. Mm-hmm. used to play the 17 Days of 007, and it was on, like, every movie was on, like, three movies a night. For, Starting like, at 7.05. Yeah. And, yeah. So, uh, so I, Christmas always kind of leaded into, like, a Bond season for me. I always watched Bond movies, and May was Chris, was Star Wars movies. Mm-hmm. But um, ever since they started coming out at Christmas, I love it. Yeah, I love having a Star Wars movie at Christmas. Um, the only, I'm, I got Star Wars stuff many times for Christmas growing up. I'm sure I did, but there's one I remember in particular, and this is this is uh, uh, will be a funny way to to start to close out the show if we do. But one Christmas, <clears throat> when my parents were separated, I would go to my grandmother's, my dad's mother and father's house on christmas eve mm-hmm. i would go there and open presents for my dad and my grandma and whatever and my cousin was there the same cousin i used to rent the vcr with and watch all the movies so that christmas in particular um i got it might have been the same christmas i got a regular nintendo from my dad he gave me a nintendo i was fired up i was excited no was it my dad no it wasn't my dad sorry it was that, that Christmas. I got a Nintendo that Christmas for my mom, I think. But yeah. anyway, I'm at my grandmother's mother, house. We're opening presents. I get some figures. I get this and that. My cousin gets the Millennium Falcon. Oh. And I freaked out because <laughs> I wanted the Millennium Falcon. <laughs> so I just remember just getting so upset and whatever. He let me play with it and help put stickers on and stuff. Remember you used, when you buy a toy, you used to get those packs of stickers. Yeah. Yeah. Peel them all off and poke them on. But I was so upset at first. I was like, oh, my God. Not thinking in my head that I spent all my time with that cousin. And we played Star Wars toys together every, like, all that's all we did was play Star yeah. Wars. So I was like, what? I, like, you know, being an adult, you could think, oh, that's stupid for me to get upset about it. But at the time, I was like, no. I, like, freaked out. I lost my mind. But And then Force Awakens, I got a lot of stuff for Christmas as well, Star Wars. Yeah. That year. We went to the Disney store. We bought toys. We did mm-hmm. a lot of stuff. I stopped buying toys. The only one I was able to salvage from not opening because of my kids was the <clears throat> Disney Store like Steel Black Series Kylo Ren. Oh, that's stuff. a great toy. But uh, yeah, my uh, they stopped making those black se- the their the metal metal ones? they stopped. That sucks because they were awesome. Although when the kids play with them, they probably hurt themselves because I know they're that, heavy. Yeah, the only thing that I think that what they should have done, the human characters looked fucking terrible. Mm-hmm. Pardon my friend. The droids were awesome, though. But the droids and the troopers, they just made a line of, like, droids and troopers and, like, mass characters because mm-hmm. they all looked phenomenal. But, like, the human faces, because it was on that, like, metal, it just didn't look right. The paint didn't go in well. Thing. And it seems like all they're making right now is just, like, those plastic, like... The ones that look like Disney Infinity toys. Not even. Like, the they have, like, those packs where they have, like, little stands on them. Oh, no. The Disney store near us at Town Center yeah. has a ton of toys that move and but they look like the disney oh, infinities yeah. but they're yeah. a bit bigger yeah um but yeah and that's the other thing uh going off that rise of skywalker is out in two weeks mm-hmm. it's the last movie in the skywalker saga there is no toys anywhere no it's because it's christmas and because frozen just came out but like this the star wars rack is empty 
It's those weird new little cartoony ones. There's mm-hmm. lots of those because no collectors want those. Mm-hmm. But I, you, for kids, they're great. Um, there's a Walmart in particular. This is a limited edition. So if you guys are listening, you live in Toronto, go to a Walmart. They have about a thousand of the Luke Skywalker Jedi Knight six inch cloth robe. Looks great. It's a new facial scan thing they have. So it looks like Mark Hamp. Like yeah. it's a great toy. Tons of them. It's unnumbered because like, it was a limited release Mm -hmm. maybe a walmart exclusive i don't know for sure i don't keep up with the toy stuff anymore but there's hundreds of those did you buy one or no no all the rise of skywalker stuff gone they had they had like the kylo with the red mask and they had a ray and all gone yeah never got another shipment in again i'm sure that like once the week comes like not this week but the following week you'll start seeing more stuff i think they'll probably get one big shipment Mm -hmm. right before the movie comes out or right after the movie. Like, that week, that time period when it comes out, probably. Yeah. Stars will get bombarded with shit, and then it'll be gone again in a couple weeks. Yeah. Which is weird, because Star Wars is a marketing cow. Yes. It is a marketing cow, and they, they've been pretty lazy with the marketing it lately. I'm, like, really capitalizing on that. So, mm-hmm. who knows? Well, I think we should wrap it up. All right. We've been talking a long time. How long is this episode already? It is an hour and 13 minutes. That's not bad. No? Keep it in the hour time range. Yeah. Works out all right. Yeah. All right. In the meantime, guys, you can find this episode probably on SoundCloud. Mm-hmm. It'll be up. If you're listening to this, it's up on SoundCloud. Yeah. Uh, it'll also hopefully be on iTunes soon. And the only social media thing we have right now is Instagram, and it's at Rambling Rebels. Yeah, I think I'm going to change the damn fine cast one to Rambling Rebels. Rambling Rebels, and we'll just... Yeah. Maybe we convert those people that are already are fans over yeah. to this podcast. Yeah, because we still have a bunch of people on there. So. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to play the music then. Yeah, yeah, let's play some music. All right. Let's end this episode. All right. Have a good week, guys. You too.